Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Race Tech Suspension FXR Racing Privateer Island Life Podcast. This is 198 with Henry Miller. Good guy, been there a long time, grinding away, off to a good start in 250 Supercross E-Series as well. So looking forward to talking to Henry and more. But thank you to the folks at Racetech Suspension and Motors, the Solitaire guys running their motors. A lot of privateers running suspension. They got service centers all across America as well. Pulp 23 is the code to save. Just tell them you listen to Pulp. You can get parts there. Uh, you can get motor work done. You can get suspension work done. You can get their, your suspension done for the your weight and or speed, of course. Tell me, listen to Pulp and save at Racetech. Racetech.com and FXR Racing, of course. Pulp MX30 is the code to save with FXR. Casual wear and more. So please check it out. You know, Filthy Phil Nicoletti, Enzo Lopes, Brock Tickle, uh, Henry Miller. A lot of guys running FXR out there. And uh, you can see the designs. You can see the colors. It's super bright. looks like it fits pretty well. So please check out uh, FXRRacing.com and wear the same gear that J-Mart and others wear. Use the code to save. We'd appreciate that. We'll talk to Henry Miller here in a second. But also, thank you to the folks at Namira Pistons. For over 20 years, Namira has been pushing the limits of value and reliability in the world of engine components. Whether you're restoring your 80s race bike or rebuilding your 450 motor for A1, Namira has what you need, featuring a full line of cast and forged pistons, connecting rods, gasket kits. Coming soon, engine valves and complete cylinders. Follow them on Instagram. For giveaways, and then there's Namira Invictus Speed Crew this Supercross season. There's a team out there, Joan Cross, and uh, yeah, so Namira stepping up and helping out the sport as well. So thank you to those guys. We'll tell you more about seat concepts, Zool's bags, firepower as well later on in the show, but also uh, Roost MX, Pulp Nation is the code to save. Graphics, backgrounds, great service. They do pit canopies. They do team shirts, RoostMX.net. There's a um, whole Pulp Nation section on their website, and if you use the code Pulp Nation, you can save at RoostMX.net. Really quick turnaround as well, and uh, really good graphics, and they'll do uh, they'll do a hell of a work for you. I saw they even had like e-bike wraps, so think about that next time you need something from those guys. All right? Sounds good. Um, I'll tell you more about the other guys later, but uh, for now, I want to talk to Henry Miller about his season, about outdoors, about 250s in the 450 class, uh, and so on and so forth. All right, let's get right to it. <clears throat> All right, on the line with me, uh, FXR Racing Zone, uh, Henry Miller. What's up, Henry? How are you, man? Oh, pretty good. How are you guys? I'm good. Thanks for doing this. Appreciate it. So, a couple of consistent rides to start off 250 East for you. Uh, how do you feel? Uh, you know, I feel better than the results have shown. Um, first round, my starts just weren't very good. Second round, I ended up going down in the first turn by myself. So uh, things haven't played out too well for myself. Um, I feel a lot better than what, I mean, you see on the results board. Mm -hmm. So hopefully I can prove that here sometime soon and, uh, you know, show people that uh, I got a little bit more in me. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a tough two weeks with the sand sections, right? Like in both of these tracks. Where are you at with that? How do you feel about uh, those? <laughs> I didn't mind the one in Houston, like, you yeah. know you're an outdoor guy a, so <laughs> usually like a, a left or a sweeper is you know fairly one-lined anyways uh -huh. and i think it the one in houston actually kind of opened it up to almost like two options now the one in tampa that was just a disaster i hated that thing i struggled <laughs> all day i've never had so much arm pump in my life every time i went on the track yeah it was just a struggle um it was just it was ridiculous there a little <laughs> little too extreme i think for supercross you're an outdoor guy, Henry. You can do yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> but but that ain't that ain't the real that ain't real right. sand. No, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Um, and you got supercross suspension and hard track tires and you know yeah all of that. 
not um, set up for it. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure, right? Um, yeah, I think it's been a, a steady start for you. I've seen you uh, qualify pretty well at times in practice, be up there um, and all of that. So, yeah, it's tough to do it from behind, though, right? Oh, 100%. I mean, it's tougher to go forward than it is to go backwards, as uh, most people have seen. Yeah. Um, so we're just trying to do the best we can. It, um, it feels get, like get for me, yeah, it, sorry. It feels like to me we got about six guys, seven guys that are kind of the front runners. And then I look at Cody, I look at Jace Owen, Hardy got 10th this weekend. You're in that mix. I feel like you could throw a bunch of names up in the air and from 8th to 15th, you could be 8th or you could be 15th. Uh, you guys are all close. Yeah, um, kind of like the year past. There's always seems like there's you know two groups, maybe three groups of main like main event guys. You uh -huh. know, there's one through five or whatever, and then there's another group and then another group. So I definitely, I think I could for sure be in that second group. And I don't think I'm not there at all. Uh, I just seem to start at the back of it and you know kind of end at that spot as well. Yeah, is it? Uh, you've been a 450 guy um, for a while. That you're. You're racing 250 Supercross again, and we saw we've seen you dip in and out of it. But um, do you like 250 Supercross, or was this like the Ty Loop Storm Lake team? This was the opportunity they had, or were you were you searching out for a 250 Supercross ride? Um, honestly, uh, I wasn't searching for a 250. My game plan was to come back from the World Supercross stuff and put together something to, for myself to go race the 450 class. Mm -hmm. Obviously, a little cheaper as far as uh, dirt bikes come. So yep. that was my game plan was to do it by myself. 450 um and then buddy at ty lube uh he got a hold of me and said they needed a guy and um kind of gave me a little rundown of what the program was and you know pay increase of the 250 class it didn't seem like it's not that bad of a deal honestly it's actually a pretty solid little gig um they're pretty they run it pretty well over there and they've been taking care of me very well so i'm happy with it so that's how it came about is a buddy reached out to you and uh like they had a spot open Oh uh, yeah, he reached out to me when I was in uh, England actually okay. for World Supercross, and I literally flew back to Texas for one day before I went to California for a week, and I picked up the bike, left it in my garage, and it was sitting there when I came back from Australia. Oh okay, so shit, yeah, all right. Um, you've been on KTM's for a while. What's the Honda like? <laughs> uh, you know I. I was on KTM's. It was probably what three, yeah. three years now. Um, I really liked them, and I didn't know how I was gonna feel about the Honda. But I jumped on it, and I was really comfortable. Actually, like it handles really well. Um, and we all know uh, it takes a little bit more to get some power out of it. But Buddy's been doing a really good job with that here mm -hmm. lately, and we've been trying some different stuff. And I'm actually really happy with it. The bike handles good. Um, we're getting some good power out of it now, and uh, I feel really comfortable on it. Actually, I. I really like it, and uh, I think it suits me real well. Um, what's it? What, what was it like going from a steel frame to aluminum frame for you? Did it take a little bit of time, or, or you were able to pick it up pretty quick? Um, well, I did the, you know, I went to World Supercross and I rode that frame, the yeah, Yamaha, true, um, yeah. straight off the KTM to the Yamaha, on from outdoors to Supercross. Yeah, that's a big so change right there. <laughs> that was, uh, I think, that kind of didn't really give me a choice to you know i went from outdoor soft suspension mm -hmm. different chassis to stiff suspension with a different frame so i didn't really notice i don't think at first uh how the chassis really played out but i honestly i think i like the way the chassis works on the honda the yamaha 
you know, the Japanese bikes a little bit more mm-hmm. um, than the Australian bike or the Australian bike. Uh, I just, I like that bike and outdoors last year, I really struggled getting my bike to handle uh-huh. and, and I actually got a new KTM 450 and it was, it was better. Um, so I was surprised when I got on the Honda that I liked the Honda actually more than the new new chassis of the KTM. Uh, the, yeah, the so, newer one. Yeah. So if you were going to come back, were you going to stay on KTMs for your own deal? Uh, so I actually had multiple different brands oh, okay. that I, <laughs> I went out and purchased to see what I was going to Oh, look at you. Look, and, you're, doing a, you're doing a shootout. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've been with on a KTM, so I figured it couldn't hurt to try something else. Mm-hmm. Um and I ended up, you know, I was just going to, once I got on that new KTM, I was just going to stick with that. I liked it and I mm-hmm. was really comfortable on it right away. And, um, I have, I had parts and wheels that would fit. So I had some minor things that were already going to work. So less expenses for me in the long run. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually still own that thing. I'm still trying to get rid of it. <laughs> okay. Well, if anybody wants it, they can contact me. I'll pass them on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you there you go. Um, oh, interesting. So yeah, so you were you were gonna try some stuff out. That that's cool. Um, you jumped in, did some four fifty stuff before the East kicked off. Do you think that helped you? Did that was that a good, uh, was that a good base? So yeah, I went up to California um, and I went to San Diego. Uh, I wouldn't really say that one. I mean, practice was pretty. I um, I didn't do any racing really because I crashed first lap of heat race. You know, thanks to Cade Clayson. You know. I blame oh, him. Yeah. Yep. Bastard. Um, yeah, right. But uh, I think it was good. I got to test um, and see how my bike was going to handle under race day conditions and kind of get back into that more beat up like track. Um, we can get that during the week. You know, most private or most public super rush tracks or private ones are pretty hard. So we don't get a bunch of ruts and the whoops don't get as gnarly and the dirt isn't soft so i think it helped me even though i mean i didn't do worth a damn but mm-hmm. that wasn't what i was going there to do um, yep. it was mainly just to make sure my suspension was going to work pretty well and then just get into that race day uh routine again okay do you think uh look you got to ride a little different lines you you, you got to open up your turns on the 250f when you ride the, against the 450s could a 250f guy do well in a 450 main event in supercross What's that like? Um, honestly, I, I think if you could get into the main event, I think you could you could do all right on mm-hmm. the 250. Yep. Um, but it, like you said, you got to take different lines than you can on the 450. 450, you can do the you can in and out of the corners, shorter, you know, short distances, mm-hmm. cut the corners. 250, you got to try to carry as much momentum. If there's ruts in the corners, your foot pegs drag. You lose, you know, a little bit there. So. Your definitely best bet is obviously a 450. Um, yep. But I, I definitely think you could on a 250. I don't see, um, you know, if you look at lap times, which different track conditions yep. for different practices and races, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I think you could definitely do it. The bike isn't going to wear you out as much, mm-hmm. but you also are going to have to ride it harder. Yep. So it's kind of double sided. Sure. Uh, what do you have planned for outdoors this year? Do you have uh, any – are they going to take you? Are you going to get back on a 450? What, do you have anything uh, that's solid? Um, right now we're in the works of uh, Buddy over at Tyler Honda. We're mm-hmm. trying to work uh, 
I'm on getting me a couple 450s so I can uh, I'm going to have to move up to the 450 class. Yeah. Um, it's just not feasible for him as a small team to let me ride the 250 outdoors. But as of right now, the game plan is to get a couple Honda 450s. Um, he's going to support me as far as bikes and parts and stuff like that. And then I have a few people that will kind of help me as far as transport and getting to the races and stuff like that. But uh, right now we're looking at probably 10 of the 12 rounds um, unless things, you know, start speeding up and whatnot. Um, Those first two are are obviously a little more difficult for Mm -hmm. me as far as getting there and racing and all that. So those would be the two I would sit out. But they're not uh they're not out of the, the line for sure. Well I got breaking news for you, Henry. There's only eleven outdoors now this year. Is there? Yeah. Oh man, okay. Because, See, I haven't even looked at the schedule. Right, because of the, the SMX races that they're doing. So uh yeah, there's only eleven. Okay, okay. So it looks like nine. So we lost the, uh, <laughs> the uh, we lost the second uh, Paula. So we're still going to California twice though. So yeah. See, I'm yeah. all right for losing that one. Yeah, yeah, really. That's not that's not a Henry Miller track, that's for sure. I I don't I don't gel well with that place for some reason. Never have. That's California people. That's about the only ones that do gel with it. You know. I think you're right. Um. Yeah. You're right. So what's it? So you you know you've been full privateer, not in the World Supercross stuff, but full privateer for the most part. What's it like having a team and and showing up and your trucks there and the bikes there and you maybe you don't got to go grocery shopping as much as what you need all that. How's that been for you? Um, so it's, it's been a little weird getting used to it. And I, I've said that to him the last two races. Cause the first one I got there, I was like, okay, I'm going to show up. Uh, you know, cause usually if you got to get your own bikes done, you know, you got to do tech in the morning and track yeah. walk and set up your stuff and yada, yada, yada. I'm there by, you know, nine o'clock at the latest. And mm-hmm. so I got there, I was like, okay, I don't have to do any of that. So I got there about nine 45 track walks, not till 10 30. I just sat around just like lost didn't know what to do <laughs> um and then we went to tampa and i showed up you know as you know right before track walk and yeah that was nice it's just weird not having to um show up get your bike ready and all that kind of stuff so it, it's actually like a relief um you have less things to worry about i don't have to worry about checking over my bike in between practices and stuff like yeah. that um, I can focus more on myself and making sure I'm eating and drinking what I need to be and uh, just focusing more on me than what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw you did some arena cross, or was that just that one that I saw on TV, or have you been doing other ones? Uh, I just did the one General Tire. Okay. Um, Hoosier is a sponsor of the team, which is owned by General Tire. Okay. Um, so I just went up there and raced that one for for them um, with Michael Hicks as a right. uh, just a little little fun race, nothing major. So on the, I gotta ask you this because I was asking Blair and Brayton because they do the the TV for it. On yep. the head to head thing, when you're backwards, why didn't you just why didn't you go? Why did you just sit there? What happened? <laughs> so with the with the motor being built and everything on these, uh-huh. when you hit the starter, and so what I did is. I hit the starter. So the motor's before. dead off the start. It's dead. Dead start. Or so. So when I hit the starter once, uh-huh. it was dead start backwards. Hit yeah. the start button before the green flag. It like starts the fuel pump, and right when the fuel pump dies, if you try to hit the button again, nothing happens. 
and that's what happened is I accidentally hit the button early, and then when I hit it again, there was nothing. Oh, okay. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, I was like, like, dang. I'm like watching this on TV, and Blair's like, well, that's not going to work. <laughs> I'm just <No>. like, <laughs> like, what's going on here? You never moved. You yeah, never so, even moved. I mean, it's, it's, as soon as your motorcycle don't start, yeah. it's over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I was so confused. Um, but it's cool. Like they yeah. change it up every weekend and do stuff like that. Okay. A little different, you know, just to yeah. kind of have fun with it. Do you ever see something like that in your future? Like, you know, where you could go out and win races and all that? Like, or, I mean, I don't even know how the pay is or anything, but did you enjoy it enough to be like, yeah, maybe I'll do this. I mean, it was definitely laid back and just, you know, it was fun. There was no, no pressure of anything. Um, the pay is really not bad for what it takes to get there and what it takes to race actually pretty fair um i could i could do it yeah like i feel um, like hicks and and kp who are dominating the two series are oh, making, yeah. making good well, money you know i mean kp definitely makes good money at it um yep. and then uh michael he he made good money with winning it and all that and winning majority of the races for sure uh it's definitely a good it's a good series if you're not taking on like supercross or outdoors for yeah, sure yeah. it's a good like secondary series uh what's michael hicks like as a teammate obviously like we talked about he's been winning that arena crossing for a couple of years uh i met him at uh at tampa for the first time seems like a good dude what well, how's he how's he been how, how you been gelling with him uh yeah he's good stuff um he's pretty quiet um but the more you talk to him the more that you get to know him mm-hmm. the more he opens up um but uh I definitely like having him as a teammate. He don't say a whole lot. Um, we don't really butt heads on anything. We're cool with each other. Yep. We help each other out um, if it's off the track or on the track. If either of us have a question or you know share yep. a little tip here and there. Yeah, yeah. So uh, definitely, definitely gelling pretty well with him. Oh, good. Over there at the- uh, well, that's good. Yeah, he he's he's got some skills. Like he he's got some good supercross skills. Oh yeah, he's got. He's got a lot of talent, actually. Yeah. Um, especially he comes off he comes from BMX background, I believe. So mm. I think it's uh, pretty cool that it, you kind of notice that a little bit more. The more you pay attention with some of the guys, um, even if it's from back in the day or whatnot, they trained on BMX bikes and s- stuff like that. Right. Yeah. No. It uh, it was interesting to 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 um, watch him and see how he adapts to supercross from arena cross. Right. Um, How's the FXR stuff coming along? You've been with them for a number of years. They sponsor this podcast. How's that? Oh, yeah. Love those guys over there. They take really good care of me. They always have. I've been with them for, shoot, it's yeah. been since 2000, the end of 2014. Oh, wow. Haven't, oh, that long. Or anything Jesus. else. Yeah. So, I've been there for a while. Um, looking to honestly just, if it's up to me, I'll just stay there until I'm done racing. Yeah. You know, they take real good care of me. Um it's, I mean, some. It's the best gear, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Not just saying that it fits really well. Yeah. Never have any problems with it fitting or wearing it out or anything like that. So I'm, I'm real happy with those guys over there. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, Pulp MX30 is the code to save with those guys. Um, and uh, yeah, use that code to save with FXR Racing. And also, uh, don't forget about Race Tech as well. Uh, tell the guys at Race Tech, get your motor work done, get suspension work done from those guys. Um, how is the uh, Ty Lube Storm Lake Honda team? Um, they've been around a number of years. You know, Freddie rode for them and, and Harlan rode for them. And, and you know, that it's a it's a team that, you know, it's not a factory team, but they do the best they can. So what's it been like? 
Uh, for not being a factory team, I mean, it's it's pretty good. Uh, Buddy's kind of almost a one-man show over there. He builds the bikes, the motors, um, makes sure my race bike's ready to go, Hicks's race bike's ready to go, parts are ordered if we need anything during the week and whatnot. So, I mean, I'm I'm happy with it. You, you can't ask for more from pretty much such a small team mm-hmm. um we have a sh- we have a semi at the races and it looks we look like a f- the factory deal and mm-hmm. um yeah the gear looks good we're such like a small like, yeah yeah, yeah. We're, we're such a small little team but it's ran so well compared to some some things that you know you try to put together and whatnot uh definitely couldn't ask for you know more with being with what we have been given so okay i'm very happy with that yeah that's that's nice how much of a help is it for a guy like you to be in the A practices and all that? Some, some guys. I mean, you're you know you're close to top ten, or you're going to be top ten at some point this year. Um, does is that like? Would you, I don't know if sometimes if you're like, listen, I'd rather just be by myself and be one of the faster guys in my own practice, or is it better to follow the real fast winner guys over obstacles and stuff? Like, where do you stand on that? Um. So like, I used to not like being in A practice. Uh-huh. Um. But now that I've kind of matured a little bit more, my speed's definitely a long ways. And I definitely like being in A practice. Uh, it's nice going out there. Um, you don't have as many guys. Like, people aren't in the way. Um, you know, there's not guys still trying to figure out the track and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got the track figured out after free practice. And for the most part, everyone's just trying to lay down fast laps. And sometimes, like you said, you just follow in behind the guy if you're trying to see where they're making up more time on you or whatnot and mm-hmm. it can definitely come to your advantage those those whoops this weekend um obviously sex and crashing them going down that groove it looked like some guys were i mean look like if you could get that groove down it was really fast but i think some other guys like webb and other guys were, were still blitzing by the end uh how gnarly did those things get um honestly i didn't think they were bad at okay. all yeah i liked them and that was I, that's probably the only so the only place i passed it all day day was in the or if they crashed in the sand section okay <laughs> so uh, this year my whoops have been uh i've i'm you know i got a little bit more height a little more leverage yeah. so i'm pretty good in the whoops um as far as if they get a little beat up and whatnot um so I like them, but I can definitely see that groove. I found it in the the end towards the end of our main event, and if you weren't in it good, it was definitely hairy because the, they were kind of hard to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were shiny all the way across, and you couldn't catch, couldn't really quite catch the edges of where they or see where the edges were in the whoop. So um, I avoided the main line. I went just to the right of it a little bit. Yep, and then. I kind of like dropped into it with three whoops to go. So, oh, neat. yeah, yeah. That uh, I don't know, man. It seems like it's whoever can adapt quickest on getting in that groove or getting out of it. In some cases, right? Really oh. wins the race, or, or oh, not yeah. wins the race, but has good times. I mean, yeah. I always like. I mean, like JB for instincts, or I can't even say it, but he would always kind of seem to stay out of the groove and uh-huh. he would always stay skimming and that's what he was most comfortable with i've always struggled kind of getting in that groove and keeping the bike settled and straight mm-hmm. so i try to avoid the groove as well interesting yeah 
Um, Henry Miller on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life. I want to thank the folks at Firepower Parts, of course. they got oil now made by a leading OEM. They have uh, batteries that are great, lightweight, super good price. Chains made in Japan, firepowerparts.com. Go to your local dealer and check it out. Max Anstey crushing it right now on the Firepower Honda. Man, Miller, he's he's been so good. Like, I can't oh. believe how fast Max has been. Yeah, it's great. So I mean, he, he's killing it this year for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't honestly think about him coming into East Coast and being one of the top three. I did not either. Guys, <laughs> I did not either. And uh, I mean, props to he him. He kind of slipped. He kind of slipped my mind. So killing it. Absolutely. Firepowerparts.com. Thank you to those guys. Max's tires as well. A Ray using Max's tires. Going to be out for a few weeks uh, with this uh, broken thumb. And uh, so please uh, check out Max's tires. Mountain bike tires. Dirt bike tires, light truck tires, all of that. Thank you to Maxis uh, for sponsoring this podcast. And speaking of that, Henry, how's your tires? How's the Hoosier stuff? Uh, have you ridden them before, or was this the first time? Um, so I ran them back in 19. Okay. Um, they've definitely come a long way. they got some new molds. Their tires are actually pretty solid now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really liking the 30 front. Um, 30 front, and then I run the 25 rear, so it's a good combo for me. Okay, and and that is that more medium stuff or is it hard stuff or what? Um, where is it at? So the thirty is a front. Uh, thirty is the front, and that is a harder um, sidewall mm-hmm. with like the. Me- they all kind of have the same tread pattern. Um, as okay. Far as so we we got a twenty, a twenty five, and a thirty. Oh. Um, and pretty much the only difference is, is the carcass stiffness. Oh, okay. And I like that stiffer carcass in the front, and then I run the softer medium in the back, so it's like your mid soft. Yep, yep. Okay, all right. So you like them though? It's good. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. I've good heard. Good, I've heard good things about them for sure from different people that have used them over the years. Um, yeah, they've come a long way since the the start of their their moto stuff for yeah. sure. Where are you based out of? I know you're in Central Time. You told me, but where? where you're not in Minnesota. There's no way. <laughs> no, definitely yes. not Minnesota. <laughs> where are you based um, out of? I'm I'm in Fort Worth, Texas now. Oh, okay. Shit, man. You, so are you like with Cartwright and John Short and all those guys? Oh yeah, I oh. Live, so I live fifteen minutes or not even fifteen minutes from Josh and probably about uh, forty five from John. Okay, are you? Do you ride at John's place or where do you where do you ride at? Yep, so we ride out at John. Okay, and then um, we ride at Tapped House, which is a little farther south than us. And then the Ford brothers, who sponsor Ryder Floyd, they race professional quads okay they actually had Poulter come in and build a supercross track out there to help all of us so we had oh, a place wow. to ride oh that's cool so it's a nice little yeah i did one of these with cartwright and and john um and uh van martin as well and we were it's like like yeah nice little community going in texas oh yeah it, it's it's actually nice i mean we have we have all of us to ride we actually have a, a little bit bigger of a group um to ride with so it's it's actually really nice the tracks develop a little bit better and yeah have people to choose, you know. I could see that being helpful. Yeah, you guys are all real quick, and but you're all pretty equal. So I imagine on a day like somebody's fastest, this guy's fastest on another day or whatever, right? Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, it swaps from day to day. You never know what you're going to get when we uh, show up to the track. Now, is that where you live now or are you just based there for this year? Uh, no, so I've been here for a little bit over a year now. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. All right. I always wondered what you were doing. Why Texas? How'd you settle there? Um, I've always liked Texas, yep. uh, pretty central to the United States, you know, for as far as traveling as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the winters are pretty mild, um, and just something different, you know, F- Florida sounded great, but as far as riding Supercross, you know, you got to get 
one of the places and then you only have one track kind of to ride yeah and then outdoors it's expensive too to ride some of the like, like a sandbox and all that's not cheap exactly so you know as far as financial and whatnot this was kind of my best move and made the most sense and closer to minnesota if you need to go home or whatever right like, <laughs> yeah like, you know for sure any of that um do you go back to minnesota in summer or no um no i mean i i go up there every once in a while yeah, yeah. but i don't go up and stay or whatnot um, oh okay i might i might try to go up a little bit more this summer and ride a little bit you know if I'm travel, if I gotta travel to some of the outdoors, then I'll uh, I'll go up there, possibly before Redbud and mm-hmm. like Millville, obviously, and just stay up there. If I'm gonna go to Washougal and whatnot, like that. Oh, nice. Okay, so oh, Henry Miller, Texas guy. Now I gotta wrap my head around that. Did <laughs> did not know that about you. Um, so yeah, it's it's a good group of guys down there. It sounds like for sure you guys are all kind of pushing each other and all of that. Uh, speaking of that, I like I said, I did one of these podcasts with Cartwright. He didn't have a good Tampa, but other than that, uh, he's been a real surprise, man. That dude's crushing it. You're not lying. I mean, <laughs> the rest of us were just like, "Wow, where'd this come from?" <laughs> right during the week. During the week, he's like, he's just like, yeah, he's killing it. But right. we're like, he's sandbagging or something. Dude, it for yeah. the weekends. I mean, I've seen him ride for a number of years now. He's never been this good. You know, no offense no. to him. Like, yeah, he, he took it to a new level. <laughs> He uh he steps it up on race day, that's for sure. Yeah. And he just he pulls these starts out of his butt left and right. We don't know we don't even know where they come from. <laughs> yeah, good good for him though for sure. Uh you mentioned the World Supercross stuff. Um yeah, it was a late thing for you, a late ad. Uh how'd you think what'd you think of that? Um yeah, it was real late actually. I was, <laughs> real late. Uh, I, was the, I was doing the Texas Pro Challenge and I raced there Saturday and then I was on a plane Sunday. Yeah. To uh england so i thought it was it's really cool um how they're doing it it's mm-hmm. definitely there's definitely like uh i think it's going to be a really big thing honestly you know different countries super ross um bringing all these big names and get all that kind of stuff to the different countries and different fans and um it's a really cool atmosphere and whatnot it's cool to be able to you know travel to different countries and see how you know like fan base and all that and how many people kind of pay attention and um know who you are and whatnot so it was a really cool experience and i couldn't just couldn't thank the guys at rwr enough yeah. for that um i would definitely i i think it's going to be i think it's going to be really big here next year i think it's going to take off quite well um i'm interested to see how it overlaps with the outdoor stuff mm-hmm. and then the gp stuff as well so we'll see how that plays a plays a part in that are you do you think you can go back did you tell rick where you wanted to go back did or i mean you mentioned outdoors already so is your mind just set on usa outdoors um i mean i'm i'm all for going back if the opportunity presents itself um dave over there dave dave yeah. antelock yeah who uh his team manager um i kind of talk talk with talk with him on the weekends and stuff still i see okay. stop and talk with him this weekend as he's there with savachi so yep um yeah definitely staying in the loop on that my mind's not made up to mm-hmm. just race outdoors as you know there's still going to be some good expense coming out of my pocket so um i'm uh i would really like another shot at doing the world supercross as well with a little more preparation would be nice 
<laughs> so take <laughs> us through that. Like, how, So Nichols bails on the team. He's got a Honda ride. He bails. Uh, who? Yep. Dave calls you. Like, and what, what? I heard a story from maybe Troll or somebody that it was like literally like, I need to know today, or something like that. Like, how it did was it go? Like, so I rode practice at this at the Texas Pro Challenge. Go back to the hotel. Uh-huh. Literally laying in bed, like looking at my phone, about to put it down. I want to say it's like ten o'clock. I get a phone call. Uh-huh. And I answer, didn't know who it was. And (laughs) (laughs) so, so he's like, this is the deal. Like, do you want to do it? Like, we need to know, Mm -hmm. um, pretty much by the morning. Yeah. This is Friday night. Yeah. Yeah. This is Friday night. Yep. So I was like, okay, well I'm like 90% in right now. Uh I just got to make a couple phone calls in the morning. So did that, got back, uh, got back in touch with him mid morning said i'm good to go he said okay we'll get the contract done um i kept racing that day and then oh <laughs> uh, the contract came later that afternoon yeah so i signed the contract sent it back um they booked my flight that night i left drove home and like mid-morning the next day i was on a plane heading to uh <laughs> so you basically had 24 hours yeah pretty yeah. much yeah Ah, and so you use Nichols suspension, right? I used his suspension, the bars, his bars, yes, yeah, everything. everything. Right, I heard that because the bike was gone. So yeah, it was. Hey, show up and ride what's sitting here. I got good news and bad news. I'm going to pay you a bunch of money. The bad news is, yep. I hope you like Colt Nichols uh, grip bars and suspension choices. <laughs> yeah, so that was honestly that was the hardest part of get like hardest part to get used to. Yep. That had me more nervous than hopping on the Supercross track. Um, <laughs> first off, a 250 that I haven't been on a Supercross track in a while. Yeah. And whatnot. So, you know, it was, they were more or less, hey, like, don't, we don't expect a single thing from you. Just, we yeah. don't we just, get hurt. Just yep. get, just get used to the bike. When we go back next week, we'll change it all. And right. then we'll come to Australia with a little bit more. Um, were you nervous? Like, I mean, you're a veteran guy, but were you a little nervous? Oh, I was a little nervous, honestly. Yeah, I was I more nervous. Everyone was freaking out about hitting the freestyle ramp for yeah. the finish line. Yeah. And I was more scared to hit the super Ross triple. <laughs> I was like, the freestyle ramp doesn't scare me one bit. Just, um, I mean, you're jumping on a, you know, a Yamaha 250, someone else's setup, and you're riding the super cross. It just, it, at, you're at the race. You're at, it just seems, uh, it seems hectic, man. Oh, it's it's definitely not the ideal setup, I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, that is not ideal. Did you at least make a bunch of money? Uh I I did come out pretty well. Good. So, okay. I, mean, I, I can't complain a whole lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's uh, uh it's a good gig. How about my so I was I was at UK and um I think I talked to you there, I'm not sure, but um the how about the cardboard tough blocks just everywhere on the track, just scattered everywhere, broken, laying on the track and everything. Honestly, the the thing that sucks is like we're so used to if we see a tough block in the track, mm-hmm. like you swerve to avoid it. Like you do not Yeah. Not hit that thing. So I think that th- like almost threw us off more than the fact of them like laying there. Because <laughs> we're not used to just be able to ride right over them and they just like yeah. fall apart. Right, right. Yeah, it uh it was nutsy. It was nuts. How about uh, your teammate though? He won the championship. McElrath won the championship. Oh yeah, so, Shane. Uh, he, I mean, he killed it. He yeah. did. He did. 
um, he was he was consistent and got the job done. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you feel better than Australia then after you got a little time? Oh, yeah, so much better in Australia. Um, it was yeah. I had my own suspension on handlebars. <laughs> oh, we got yeah, we got to mess with a few things. So it was nice, and I got to spend an extra two days on the motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, just something so, a little better, right? Yeah, that was definitely nice. Um, and Australia just went. It, it was just all around. Had you ever been do a little bit more showing up? Yeah, it's it's what you what they asked of you in UK is tough. And I were somebody told me the deal, and like I said, I think it was Troll or maybe it was Kate or somebody. And I'm just laughing. I'm like, oh my god, like this is that's so gnarly. So uh, yeah, so I'm glad you survived it for sure and made some money. Um, did uh, uh, yeah? Had you ever been to Australia or England before? Did you like that? Uh, so I did the. In two, the end of 2019, I filled in for what team was it? The KTM team over there for, I think Hayden Melross or okay. Fair, Dean Ferris, whichever one of yep. them was hurt. Mm-hmm. I filled in for the last three, but I, I actually I ended up getting hurt at last one. The same one Savachi got hurt at. Oh, um, okay. I got I broke my shoulder in the next practice after he got hurt. Mm. So we were uh, hospital roommates. Yeah. Yeah, I was uh, I was in pa- I was in Paris that weekend. I think it was Paris, too. We yep, were, I, I think so. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. Um, yeah, so you've been you've been there before and all that. So that's uh, that's good. Um, yeah. By the way, Seat Concepts their seats are proudly handmade and developed in the USA by true motorcycle enthusiasts. Seat Concepts offers a wide variety of seat options from stylish replacement covers to complete seats, uh, as well as various height and width profiles. Pulp MX twenty three is the code to save with. The seatconcepts.com uh, guys, so please check that. They've been saving asses since 2009. Uh, motocross track or uh, or gearing up for a trek across the country. Check out Seat Concepts for everything you need. Pulpamex23 is the code to save with those guys. And Zool's Bags as well. Pulp23 at Zool's Bags. Z-U-L-Z Bags. Pack your passion with Zool's Bags. Uh, between flight delays, long lines, nonstop road construction, kids crying, the last thing any, anybody wants to deal with is a broken handle, a jam zipper, wonky wheel the zools guys uh know all that and they have been involved in the bag back bag industry for a long time so please check that out if you can zools bags pulp 23 code to save with those guys seat concepts pulp mx 23 fxr and race tech of course on board maxis uh tires firepower roost mx namira all on board with us as well uh with henry miller um so yeah that was a that was an interesting time um so we i did a deal with troll train uh alex martin for the pulp show on mondays um, and, and he's been calling in a little bit, and you're one of his guys, A Ray's guy, uh, John Short. What's that like? You're you're a veteran. You've known Alex for a long time. You kind of know what works and what doesn't work. But I'm interested in your experience with you know, kind of bouncing things off John and Alex during the week and letting them know what you're doing. How's, how's that working out? Um, so this is my second year with them, actually. Um, and I worked with John for a little bit back in 2015. Okay. Um, and I, you know, he's smart. He knows, he knows what he's doing. Yep. He's full of, uh, full of knowledge, him and Amart himself, you know, Amart's been around the sport for shoot. He's, he's an old timer mm-hmm. in this sport. So he's been around the block and, um, I mean, they're, it, it's just nice to be able to bounce some things off of somebody that's been through it all and knows, kind of knows what we're going through and whatnot. So I love the whole troll training experience and all that. And, just be able to communicate with those guys throughout the week. Um, I think it really helps my program as far as me taking 
most of the guessing out of, you know, like, should I do this or should I not do this? You know, I just, all it is is just kind of ask those guys what they think, tell them how I feel and whatnot. And, Mm -hmm. uh, we make a plan for it. So they definitely are uh, a big part of it and they make it, they make the racing part a lot easier. Did you, did you find that like in, when you were doing it on your own and, you know, bouncing things off Dunge or whoever, right? Your friends, did you find you were doing too much, too little? And, and these guys, John and Alex kind of put your mind at ease or how did, how did they help you adjust your training program from what you were doing? Um, so a lot of it was me just like, am I doing this at the right, you know, cause I spent mm-hmm. a lot of time at Club of Max yep. um, throughout the years. Um, and I worked with some other people. So a lot of it was more or less like, Hey, am I doing the right stuff at the right time coming into the race? Mm-hmm. Or should I have done this more in off season or should I do this more in race season kind of thing? Um, I kind of, kind of know how much I'm able to handle when it's time to go racing. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't as big of a deal for me as far as like taking the guessing out of when to do it and you know, mm-hmm. much to do it when I'm supposed to do it. Right. But I guess with the troll training thing, I mean, you look, you, you're a veteran. You've been doing this for a while. You got to be self-motivated, right? We see a lot of riders with trainers and they're mixing drinks and they're getting them to the track. And, you know, this is not that. This is not the program for those guys. You got to be self-motivated. Yeah, 100%. It's, I mean, there's no one there to hold your hand. Yeah. You, you pull up your training peaks on your phone or computer or however you look at it, see what you got to do. And you walk out your door and get your run done, mm-hmm. or you go to the gym and get your workout done, or you go to the track and get your work done. You know, no yeah. one's gonna force you to do it. What do you like? What do you like to do off the bike? Um, as far as like for workout kind of stuff. Yeah, like are, you, are you cycle guy? Are you run guy? Or mountain bike road? What is- I'm. Oh, they've been trying to get me running. <laughs> I'm not a runner. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you, you're, yeah, your knees are bad. You're a motocrosser. <laughs> yeah, well, so I've had my knee. I did my whole right knee, and then I've actually had hip surgery on my left. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, so running's not that great for me. I really like mountain biking. Yep. Um, you don't have to worry about cars, first off, and it's just more enjoyable. You know, mm-hmm. you're not just sitting there staring at one thing the whole time. Um. Well, mountain biking in Texas, not so great, right? Um, you know, not too big of hills or anything. Yeah. More, it's more rocky, you know, a little, uh-huh. a little more technical stuff. Um, but it still beats the road all day. You- it's a lot higher mm-hmm. speed than it is. Like if you're, um, like when I was in North Carolina, there was actually mountains and stuff to climb. Yep. Now it's, they just like shift up and go, go um, as fast as you can. Are you around Dallas? How far are you from Dallas? Um, so 20, about 24 minutes from Arlington stadium. Okay. Cause I rode when we were there for the COVID races, I had a really cool mountain bike uh, loop. I found on trail forks through the, through a suburb and you parked at a park and you went through a suburb and there was a lake there and there were houses around, but it was lots of ups and downs and yep. dude, it was fun. It was some over some rocks and some streams a little bit. Um, <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? I think I know where you're talking. It, I think so. It might have been the funnest ride I did the whole time for the, all the COVID crosses. It was really fun. Yeah. So, so there's a pretty good trail. Um, it's literally in the middle of – in between Dallas and Fort Worth. Okay. Just more north. And it goes around like the edge of a lake and whatnot and through 
buy housing and stuff. So it might be that, that place it's as well. Probably that one. Yeah, I forget the Most name. Most likely, of it, but uh, it was about. Well, there was an add-on where you could add. I think it was eighteen miles with the loop added on or something. But okay, I, I so know. yeah, it's yeah. it's probably the same one. It's like North North Shore or something. Yeah, that sounds familiar. It was great though. Great traction, and uh, oh, yeah. really challenging and all that. So yeah, it was fun. Uh, when I think of Dallas, I don't think of that area to mountain bike no. ride, but it was it was pretty cool. So uh, yeah, there's definitely no mountain. There's more no. like trail riding. Yeah, yeah, and I went to another park with. Uh, there was like a. It was like a hiking park, though. There was tons of people on around the trails. It was, but it was fun to to ride too. I went there one time. Um, so you were at club for a long time, like you said, and I believe you were there when I was out there last year, two years ago. I think you were there. In the, uh, I in haven't the group. been out. Haven't okay. been out there since Hoofda. Oh, been a while. Early 2019. Oh, okay. All right. Maybe maybe you weren't there then. Um, what's your best Phil story? Oh. <laughs> I mean, uh, him losing it like, on a kid or something, like on some oh amateur man, that, kid. That's just like an everyday thing. <laughs> I think the best one is is so when I was amateur and he was he was JR Yamaha uh-huh. and we were riding a sand track and he cleaned me out <laughs> and I was four fifty as well. Yeah, and I just got uh, it was like we were doing a long moto and I was just. I was heated. Mm-hmm. I the track and just jumped, like jumped in right with him. Uh-huh. And he came off and he just lost it. And it was, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't forget that one. So yeah. But, okay. And there's some, oh, there's some good stories with Phil. Yeah. Oh, there's Always so many. Yeah. Around him. yeah. Some kid wore some fancy sandals like a few months back. He just lost it on the kid. Kid was like almost crying because Phil was like. Why are you buying hundred dollar sandals, you idiot, or something? I don't know. It was yeah, just, just, it was about great. right. Yeah, yeah, it, it was fantastic. So, um, hey, you've been at this thing for a while. You, you've uh, done four fifty Supercross, four fifty outdoors. You had some really good rides in outdoors uh, over the years. You've been happy so far with everything your career's been going. Obviously, look, you'd love to be a factory rider and you know make a bunch of money. But um, for how it's been going, you've been happy, or is it a case of you're still chasing? Um. You know, yeah, everyone wants to be a factory guy. Um, there's always that that goal and that uh, dream. But I've been pretty happy with where I've been at. Um, wasn't too happy with what I was doing last year in outdoors. Mm-hmm. I was kind of kind of at a point where I was over it. Um, I was battling with my shoulder, so I was going through hell outdoors last year, and you know, just contemplating on all of it and whatnot. So yeah. I'm happy where I'm at now, um, and. I definitely think there's more years ahead of me for sure for quite a while. So um, we're just taking it day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year. So uh, I'm happy, though. It could be better, but it could be a lot worse. Yeah, no, you're you're right about that. I uh, Yeah, did you get your shoulder fixed or what? Um, No, I didn't actually have to have surgery with it. We just, you know, worked on it quite a bit and – Built some strength up over strength up over off season and actually took some time off um, and let it build let it get strong again. Uh-huh. Um, now I'm just you know it's it's good until it's not. Kinda yeah, like yeah. you know every other part of your body. <laughs> no, really, I I know because you're a, generally a really good pulp fantasy uh, player for outdoors, right? And so oh, yeah. a lot of us pick you and watch you. And then last year wasn't going so good. And then yeah, I think Alex. Alex was like, "Yeah, his shoulder's not good," or somebody told me your shoulder's not good, and I, I kind of, 
I'm like, ah, I'm not yeah. going you know, to pick them anymore. But, um, yeah, it wasn't your usual stellar pulp fantasy performances, you know? So No, definitely not. And like I said earlier, I was fighting that my bike all year and just wasn't happy with that either. So yep. it was just just a bad yep. bad year, but uh, just one of those years that just kind of got to get through and get by. Sure, yeah. Now you're in the main events with, with no problem. And, uh, I mean – I think you can get. I think you can be a five to ten guy. Maybe you can squeak in the top five. Uh, I think you can do that. That's got to be a goal. Something you're thinking about, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Definitely agree with you there. That's uh, that was one of the goals for me to come coming into this season. Um, and we're just got to get my starts figured out. That <laughs> that's where I'm struggling with. And with the last two weeks here in Texas, you know, we had a nice storm leading into Houston, so I didn't ride not a single day before Houston. Um, drove home. Saturday night, and I rode Sunday morning before it started raining all week and did a bunch of starts and then went to the race, butchered that. So I <laughs> uh, just need to do some more starts and really get it, you know, yeah, really, really get it down. So I think that's my Achilles heel. And once that comes, then five to 10 shouldn't be a problem at all for me. Cool, man. Well, thanks for doing this podcast. I appreciate it. Nice catching up with you. And, uh, yeah, I saw you on that Arena Cross TV, and I was like, oh, shit, look at Miller. He's he's got a team. I didn't know this. Um, That was the week before uh, um, Houston. So, um, cool, man. Uh, Thanks for doing this. Good luck with everything. I'll see you at the races. Thanks, Henry. Yeah, thank you.